0: peppy here on pep talk
1: that's right that's right so um i'm here this is bob Burgee speaking and i'm here with my daughter katie of course we're with mainstay financial group morning,
0: katie good morning
1: and this is your money right with bob and katie and jenna all right
0: <laughs> i'll help you keep your money <laughs> <And> jenna <laughs> i see i just tell everybody stop buying stuff that's what i do you're like well here's what else you can do and you have the finesse I'm like, stop buying crap. I think I'm allowed to say that. Uh, I'm I'm sure
1: you are. I think people get the message. You you get the
0: message. And then you're like, this is how you invest it to maximize it. But,
1: but, you know, interest rates are going up. And interest rates uh, went up again, you know, very recently. Yeah, in the last couple weeks. uh, Inflation, I think I I shared with our listeners that I thought I actually might get through this life without seeing double-digit inflation. Inflation right now is nine point one percent, and it's projected to go up before it goes down. Um, so interest rates are going up to hopefully address inflation. You know, get the if the cost of funds become more expensive, then the theory is people will spend less. Okay, right? They can't get their hands on um, on money as cheaply as they could. So hopefully things do slow down, and it's kind of weird to say that stop. You know, stop spending money. Um, But we do, you know, we do need to uh, uh, tame inflation. That is, and as we've said on prior shows, nobody really wins with inflation, right? Nobody wins with high inflation. Nobody wins with uh, high unemployment. Yeah. You know, and as you know, unless it
0: takes a while to come back from that. And then everybody else suffers. Everybody suffers. It's a trickling effect.
1: Yeah. You know, that that whole win win. Well, that's a lose lose, okay, mm-hmm. and and we don't like that. Okay, Katie, what are we talking about today on the show?
0: We are talking about in service rollovers.
1: Exactly.
0: Sometimes called withdrawals.
1: They are called withdrawals. I don't like that. Withdrawals I know, or distributions I don't, I don't. makes it sound like, uh, you know, certainly there's a, that's a taxable event. And possibly even penalties right? right because when a lot of times when when we're talking to our clients and uh, they will ask, can I pull money out of my IRA or any you know another qualified plan even their their 401k with their employer um, can I take a distribution you can but right you're going to pay the taxes and right. if you're under 59 and a half in most cases you're going to pay a 10 percent penalty as well. Okay, so um, let's first define for our listeners what an in-service rollover is. Um, Basically, you are rolling over your 401k balance, and it can apply to other qualified plans, but far and away, 401ks are the most popular employer-sponsored defined contribution plan. Um, so you take your 401k, uh, you execute a rollover to your own IRA. Um, you have to be, what age, Katie? What's the minimum age?
0: Yeah, 59 and a
1: half. Right. To do this, you can be 59 and a half. What does the word in-service speak to?
0: Um, the fact that you can still work. Right. You're or that still, you're still working for the company. You're
1: still working for the company, and uh, but it's very you know, it's something that's not very well known, I I would have to say. But we've done so many of them recently. And I think what happens is, you know, the market doesn't behave, you know, you start getting your statements, which don't come in frequently uh, for 401ks, or maybe you're checking on your account. And there is sort of this mirage with a 401k, that it always goes up, right? And why? Why? You know what? Uh, what contributes to that? Hey, I just gave I just <laughs> yeah, gave it away. Your what, paycheck. Yeah, your contributions. <laughs> right. So you know we we meet with people and say you know I, my four hundred one k is doing so well. I said well, uh, let's see. You've got it in basically a cash account or maybe something that isn't earning that much money, but um, when you're making contributions from your paycheck before tax contributions and you're getting the employer match certainly the balance is going to go up so recently with the market misbehaving in uh, you know for the first half of 2022 what are we you know what are we seeing we're seeing these balances actually go down so a lot of people are asking what can they do and with your 401k provider typically you don't get a lot of help right Katie I right mean, you might you know you might uh, be able to dial in you might, go into uh, uh, you might perform some uh, I don't know risk analyses inside your 401k provider's uh, website and they'll tell you where you need to go Um, or you're calling you're calling a number that basically amounts to 1-800-GOOD-LUCK right? Right. Um, But you know one of the or or the other thing and we'll talk about this a little more um, all roads can lead you to the least common denominator inside a 401k or an employer's defined contribution plan, and that is what? Target retirement date funds, right? Right. So Katie, you're, you know, what are you? 33? Sorry if I say right. 33. Yeah. So you'd want to retire, let's say you want to retire in 30 years. Gosh, that's right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you want to retire in 30 years. So you would want a target retirement date fund that might be, you know what, 2055, right?
0: Yep, yeah, if that's about 30 years.
1: 2055. Now, yeah. uh, but they're they're typically in 5-year increments, okay? So we're not right. going to find we're not going to find a 20 uh a 2053 fund. But in the year 2055, that's somewhere around the time when you want to retire and that account or excuse me, that fund will hopefully have the right allocation every year from now till retirement for you, Katie. Right? Um, that is just a bad way to have all of your retirement money managed. Right? You don't know what's in it. Um, so that's where the in-service rollover comes in. If you're if you're over age if you're 59 and a half or over age 59 and a half and you are still working. You can roll over the balance in your employer's defined contribution plan. That's 401k, 403, you know, 403b. A lot of, a lot of different plans allow this. Um, and uh, you can roll it over into your IRA. You can do a direct rollover, not pay taxes, no, no, no taxes, no fees, no penalties, nothing. And what does that enable you to do? What, what sort of things are you looking to, to accomplish by doing that? What are the benefits, Katie?
0: Yeah, um, I'd say the, the biggest one is that it opens your um, investment choices.
1: Immensely. It, it, it goes from possibly a few choices, maybe 20 choices. Um, I can share with our listeners um, that the largest defined contribution plan on the planet is the uh, TSP. That's the Federal Employees uh, Thrift Savings Plan. It has seven different choices and a- an array of uh, target retirement date funds. You know, I'm going to retire this year. I'll put it all in here. Um, you, so, And it's only seven? Well, seven choices. You have the, you know, you have the G fund, which is cash. You have uh, the C fund, common stock. You have the F fund, fixed. You've got the iFund; it's international, but basically amounts to seven. And um, but I would say most defined contribution plans have somewhere around twenty choices, somewhere around there. But it does not; it doesn't take a deep dive into the investment choices. Like uh, you know, you may not have a small cap value, small cap growth offering. You may not have an uh, emerging markets, and I don't know who who would really want that these days. But uh, you may not have um all uh, you not you might not be able to plug all the holes or fill all the spaces uh, check all the boxes right to have a and diversified portfolio
0: um you have to wait for open enrollment each year to make changes sometimes
1: right? sometimes if it's a small plan if it's a small okay. plan most you're able to go on the website and and, and you just can change, change it anytime. you can change it anytime oh okay um but certainly your choices your choices expand Tremendously, it goes from extremely limited, as I just described, to what if you roll it over, every choice in the world, right? Right?
0: The full yeah I universe mean, of investments. Yeah,
1: you can invest in individual stocks, ETFs, ETFs, which are are uh, on their way to replacing mutual funds altogether. You know, mark our words on that. I yeah. mean, mutual the funds. More nimble mutual fund. Yes, I mean, it's it's uh it's a mutual, It's basically a mutual fund, uh, the proverbial uh, basket of stocks um, that trades like a stock. You know, you can go home tonight and trade an ETF. You can't you can't be that nimble inside, uh, perhaps a 401k or with mutual funds. But um, again, your choices when you roll it over. Uh, individual stocks etFs which are which stands for exchange traded funds but etFs again trade like stocks but have uh, diverse diver, a diversified portfolio typically an index inside them um, you can buy individual bonds right inside your IRA that you've rolled over right you can buy you know any of course any type of mutual fund no load mutual fund index fund um, you can buy you can buy an annuity inside your IRA if you choose to, um, or and you, certainly you can have a separately managed account, uh, or hire an advisor to manage your money for you. But you have all the choices, um, all the choices on the planet once you roll it over. Um, but some you know. So we went over one of the advantages, and of course, as we said, that's choices. Um, Other reasons might be just having the flexibility. You know, let's say you feel like growth has had its run, you know, and we certainly felt like that at the end of last year, right, Katie? And uh, we sort of doubled down on value stocks, large cap value in particular. And, you know, it's just more nimble, more flexible. You can make wholesale changes, minor changes, um, or somewhere in between. Um, inside your IRA rollover where you might not be able to or certainly buy what you want inside your employer's 401k. Um, so control, flexibility, uh, choices, uh, uh, what we call the menu of, um, of investment choices, typically mutual funds are what populate a 401k. How about fees?
0: Yeah. Does
1: anybody know what they're paying in fees? Inside their 401k, typically, everybody we meet with that is uh, considering rolling it over, they have no idea what they're paying in fees.
0: Right. Correct. Yeah.
1: Um, and the other thing, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pick on target retirement date funds, and they're starting to call them target date funds because maybe you have an event like maybe, you know, you're in line, I don't know, like you, Jenna, for a big inheritance you know, at some point in time, and you choose a target target date fund of 2040 because in the year 2040, um, you know, some trigger event is going to happen, and I shouldn't say an inheritance, you know. but One can hope. <laughs> but, but, you know, or, you know, that's when, uh, what else can happen? You know, a lot of people decide to turn on their, uh, you know, they're going to get their pension at that point in time. Um, they're going to choose to retire at that point in time. Uh, or maybe not retire, but continue to work and slow down. And they choose a target retirement date fund that is actually uh, more conservative than their true target retirement date. So they're starting to call them TDFs, um, which is target date funds. But what do we not like about target date funds, Katie?
0: The fees within them?
1: The, yeah, the fee structure. So a target date fund, and let's let's pick on Katie's old employer Fidelity. Huge manager. Of 401ks and defined contribution plans, great company, right, Katie? You loved working there. Yep, you fidelity's just, great. You, you just loved with being, you loved being with Dad more, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> So
1: anyway, target date funds. If you get, if you try to get inside a target date fund, and you're, it's really difficult to do that. You, nobody knows what's inside their target date fund, but they they have this. Uh, uh, tremendous confidence in their employer that it matches up with their target retirement date typically. But nobody knows what's in it. But let's take the case of Fidelity. Um, when you have your 401k, it'll say the uh, lifestyle or life cycle uh, 2045 target retirement date fund, right? Real yeah. nice name. Yeah. Nowhere on it will it slap the name Fidelity or or whoever the vendor is but it but it is a fidelity fund right What does yeah. that target date fund own
0: a lot of other mutual funds right typically typically, who's, typically whose funds, funds.
1: yeah do you think fidelity is gonna go out and buy um, Oppenheimer or American funds or to populate their target date fund no so really what you have is you have a fund of funds and then that fund invests in its own other proprietary funds. So you're paying how many fees, Katie?
0: Mm.
1: As many funds as yeah, there are could be. inside the target could date be fund. Could be a lot of fees. Yeah. But um, certainly no fewer than, say, 10. 10 different funds, right. fees inside funds. Yeah. And at two different levels. So you're basically paying a wrap fee inside the fund of funds and then fees inside each of the funds uh, that, the, that the fund of fund that the fund of fund, the Target Retirement Date Fund, owns, right? Right. So you have a big bubble, the little sticks coming off it with little bubbles. The big bubble is the Target Retirement Date Fund. And then the little <coughs> bubbles below it, this is a pretty good visual, right? Yeah. The little <laughs> bubbles below it are what? Proprietary funds by the uh, um, by the provider of the Target Retirement Date Fund. So anyway, fees may be a big reason to roll it over. Uh, again, we talked about styles, um, being able to invest in, say, small-cap value or small-cap growth. Um, your employer may have a small-cap offering, but it's it's not in one of those uh, styles. It's, it's a uh, blended small-cap fund. Um, and the biggest reason of all, the biggest reason of all, why should you do an in-service rollover?
0: I think you're going with Roth conversions. You're
1: exactly right, <laughs> and we're actually using this article, uh, this article that uh, is out of Forbes, and it lists all the reasons to do this. So I should cite, you know, our source or what we're using, but you know, Forbes does a pretty good job um, in everything they do, uh, money and financially speaking. But um, the biggest reason of all is so that you can. Perform or execute a Roth conversion, Katie. What is the what is the um, what is the problem with a Roth IRA? It's
0: well, difficult, the biggest issue. Difficult getting money into a, a exactly.
1: Roth. And Katie, Katie asked me one time, or maybe she's asked me more than once, but maybe the third time I actually listened. But she said, "Why do you keep saying the hard part or the difficult part about you know, um, or, or the bad thing about a Roth IRA, the difficult thing?" Is getting the money in there, right? Uh, that's what I say, and I think I'm looking at, at it through a lens of somebody more my age I in think their fifties or sixties. you're looking at 60s. it through your lens, exactly. Somebody <coughs> for Katie's me. age, somebody somebody's Jenna's age. You have the rest of your life to do this, but remember, um, in, in there
0: are more specific lim- well, you know, limits. well, listen.
1: For somebody my age, a Roth IRA a Roth feature inside my employer's defined contribution plan was not an option. You know why they didn't exist. Okay. When I was your age, when I was Jenna's age, but sometime around 1998, they came into being, okay. The Roth IRA was formed. um, And, uh, you know, it wasn't until about 2000 that they really um, developed any traction. So of course the Roth IRA, um, to make a contribution to it you have to have what
0: earned income
1: earned income right if you have if you're under age 50 you can contribute six thousand dollars earned income that's right (laughs) it doesn't have to be a lot um but if you have uh six thousand dollars of earned income this year you can make a Roth contribution of six thousand dollars that's terrific and of course um if you're over age fifty, you can do seven thousand, so long as you have seven thousand dollars or more of earned income. So, you know, um, what can you not do? What is the one thing you can't do inside a four hundred one k? Yeah,
0: you you can't accomplish. You cannot accomplish a Roth, Roth conversion. Yeah, you have to first move it to your IRA in order to convert it to your Roth right. IRA.
1: Roth IRAs, I think we've established how much we how much we think of Roth IRAs in general. They are the golden goose of accounts. If we could put all our money in a Roth IRA, never pay taxes on the interest, the dividends, the capital gains for the rest of our lives, for the rest of our uh, beneficiaries' lives, be it our, our spouses, our children, our grandchildren, we'd all have all of our money in a Roth IRA. Uh, nobody can refute that. There's not an argument, um, you know, other than um, limited withdrawals, right, at 59 and a half until you reach age 59 and a half. But that is the greatest count. Again, we go back to this. The problem is getting the money in there. There's only two ways to get the money in there, a contribution or a Roth conversion. And that's something that we're doing with a lot of our clients after they are, after they're retired. Right. Uh, When their income goes down, because in order to perform a Roth conversion, you're actually taking money out of your traditional balance, um, of your traditional IRA, and converting it to your Roth IRA. You're never getting the money. It's just going straight over to your Roth IRA. But the beauty of it is, um, you never pay taxes again. And if you you have a long life expectancy, why wouldn't you? And a low income tax bracket, it's a no brainer. Um, we probably do. What do you think, Katie? Two hundred Roth conversions every year. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, we do a lot, and you know that that falls under the uh, the heading of uh, tax planning more than investment planning. But you know, again, today's show is about in-service rollovers. Um, the the uh, the the article that we're pulling this information from says that um, over ninety percent of four hundred one k plans have this feature. This is from and and I have honestly never run into a four hundred one k that doesn't allow the employee to perform a uh, an in service rollover. Have you? No. Nope. Never. Yeah. So more than likely, I'm going to say I'm going to say virtually. Uh, uh, I can virtually guarantee that if you have a 401k and you are 59 and a half, you have reached the 59 and a half, age of 59 and a half or over, you can do an in-service uh, rollover and roll it over to your traditional IRA and manage, have it managed accordingly, have choices, know what the fees are, reduce your fees, right?
0: And And it's important to say that you can still continue with your 401k continue contributing and getting the employer match
1: exactly exactly i'm going to end with a real quick story katie and i had a client recently and he did not like his 401k he had a lot of money in there he's 60 he he knew about the um in-service rollover He comes in. He says, let's roll it over. Let's get this. We, we of course, have him complete an investor assessment, a risk tolerance questionnaire. We put together a proposal. We do the in-service rollover. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm applying for a promotion at my company. Do you think they're going to think I'm leaving and not give me the job? And we're like... We're like, hey, man, they don't care. They don't, you know, this is managed by, I think it was Fidelity. They yep. they just see it coming out. He emptied it. And it I don't was know a, if
0: your employer even They don't know. Knows, they don't care. Or okay. is allowed it, to know.
1: But the important thing is it does it not shut not. down your 401k. <laughs> All right. We're out of time for this week. Thank you for joining us. Um, and we will see you next week at the same time. Have a great week.
0: Thanks, Bob Burgey. Thank you, Katie Burgey. Um, And again, you can reach out to MainStayFinancial.com for more information. Stay tuned. We've got a Fox News update followed by Candy Cullerton in the newsroom.